Welcome back to another episode. Today we got myself and Manrov. We're gonna jump right into it. Let's go. Yo, what's good? Another what's good? solo podcast. We missed a week, yeah. but fuck it, we back and we're we balling out of control. So yo. what happened with the last podcast that we missed? Yo. Can it, yo? First thing first, shout out my boy, Chacha. Juspina. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I've been seeing this guy on my TikTok. Lucky Ninjas. This guy's a man, bro. 100%. Anytime we're in a bad mood, you see his videos, he's like, <laughs> Bro, there was this one where he was just spraying like cologne yeah but it was like uh fake cologne right mm-hmm. and he's like a duplicate we got it free they on the duplicate and yo that shit was fucking hilarious bro she got me hyped bro he's explaining that guy's that actually jokes we should get him on the pod though let yeah. us know if you want uh cha-cha on the pod yo if you're ever matching yo if you're ever feeling bitter just remember drink some juice yeah. Shout out my boy, Juice Just Pilo Lucky Ninja. Yeah, there you go. All right, yeah. let's go right into it. So, yo, have you seen the Dallas Cowboys, what they did? So, we got some Singh representation in, in football, American football now. So, uh, Hari Singh Nawa is on the hoodies and also on the general, um, uh, it's like a it's like a board. It's, like a, it's not a billboard, but it's like a sign right below the player's entrance, right? And it's Hari Singh Nawa. And it's like, uh, like they have it like a Cape Omana, I think that's, or Carpe Omana or something like that. I forgot the exact quote name, but it pretty much means sees everything, right? And they have a, a sick warrior, which they depicted it with Hari Singh Nala. So it's Sorry. fucking sick, right? But I want to ask, so what do you think about that? Yo, that shit's crazy, bro. Like, putting Hari Singh Nalua on the NFL jersey like that. Bro, I saw some people on Twitter that were still finding something to hate on, bro. This just goes to show this shit is so toxic. Like, down to the blood, bro. Some fucking guy on Twitter. I literally never opened up Twitter, and this is exactly why. You mean X? Fuck you, man. Okay, I was always <laughs> sitting there and I opened up Twitter on that day when the Hari Singh Nalua NFL thing came out. Yeah, yeah. And I just saw, the first thing I was like, this paragraph. And it was like, what are what is the NFL doing for Sikhi? How can they do more for Sikhi? Like, bro, it's like, bro. At the end of the day, the most valuable thing to me is the awareness 100%. of the history, hundred percent, right? And this is huge for that. So, like, let's let's just calm down and be like, yo, it's calm, solid. Calm this down. This guy was like, are they donating money to support like stuff in Punjab and shit? Like, like chill out, man. Bro, it takes time. You got to start from somewhere. Like, yeah. ten years ago, some of these like imagine like what Jenny guys on some of these older guests, they would have been like ten years ago. This would have never happened. Yeah, like someone on the NFL like that. I think another thing about it too is people are always like, oh, what else could they do? But people don't realize like a lot of a, a lot of people in North America still don't know the difference between like Muslims and Sikhs Muslims and Sikhs and Hindus and stuff like oh, they yeah, don't know bro. right and like how do we blame like, them for that they're yeah. born here right so uh, this is a good step in the right direction to like for more awareness what's what's the key is because the key is great right? obviously we're gonna be biased towards our own religion and like culture and stuff but I think it's a path, great step in the, in the in the direction of like bro, kind of raising awareness of what's the key is yeah, most people are so open-minded. Like, I have a buddy that works in, like, rural Toronto, but he lives in Brampton. Yeah. And he's like, when I go to rural Toronto, like, these people, like, have actually, like, never seen a person with a pug. Mm. And he's not even driving, like, two hours away from Brampton. It's, like, an hour 15-ish. Yeah. And these guys will just be asking so many questions. And then he has a selfie with these guys. Yeah. Where he tied pugs on these two, like, old white guys. <laughs> and then they were like, this how do you do this all day, bud? <laughs> <laughs> They were, they were like, how do you even hear anything? I can't hear anything in this on my head. <laughs> yeah, so like, like, so we were the, like, with the ears out, bro. So we no, like you piccolo. can still hear, but they're just like, they're, bro, they're like to this guy, they're like, isn't it hotter where you're from anyways? It's more, I'm so hot in this thing. 
Bro, bro, these guys yo, are like innocent. Imagine, though, they're like open minded. Imagine if they saw like one of those things with the, like the like the ten foot the, the stars, bro. They'd be tripped. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck yeah. you, wear this all day, bro. Like Holy. some people call it disrespect, but to me, I see it more like innocence. Like these yeah, guys are open minded. They're not yeah. talking down to it. They're just like genuinely curious and being themselves. The thing is, we covered this too in a previous pop. Like you can't really expect someone that's lived in like a rural area their whole life, just surrounded yeah, by yeah, only yeah. like one race, right, or one ethnicity their whole life, and then you see like a guy with like a a and you're not gonna obviously you're gonna be curious you're gonna be like what the hell like and then the guy ties a fuck on you yeah then the guy ties a fuck on you you're gonna be like bro what you're gonna be like isn't it hotter where you're from how do you wear this yeah like i get it i get it you know what it is even during the nagakita when they tie bugs on like gore and stuff right it's like they'll come up to you be like oh my god this is amazing like how do you do this all day you know like yo bro you just get used to it bro they don't even realize it's like insane bro yeah like it's so comfy to have a bug on your head it, it's, like, it's, pro- I, it's protection to the sense of like uh, like if I if I like fall and stuff I know I'm gonna be like <laughs> chill out man it's not a helmet <laughs> it's not a helmet but I mean at the same time it's like bro I feel like you were the type of protected. guy I feel like a couple years ago you were the type of guy who would have like a bad bug day and it would take him like six hours to tie his bug Oh, no, I I only started tying a bug last uh, last summer, so oh, yeah. I actually had those bad bug days going for like for a couple couple months. Yeah, bro. yeah. When we started the podcast, you'd randomly be like, "Yo, like, is taking me extra long time a bug today?" Yeah, and I'd be like, "Yo, this guy's one of that rookie shit." Yeah, yeah. But bro. now it's chill. Like, I will wake up just. Yeah, like you just that, tie, and there's like it. a point where like you don't like look at it like that much anymore because really. you know it's chills. Yes, chills. It's chills. Like I don't really tie a bug to make a fashion statement. I tie it because it's like just like it means something to me. Right? Well, it's like who you are. Right? It's who I am, right? But like your Obviously whole personality is a fashion statement. Is it? What, what, what are you calling a fashion statement? It's just like what you come off as. You come off as like a great fucking guy. You got some fashion right there. Think That's about true. it, yo. There's people who make drip in Walmart sweatpants. That is true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's actually like people like that. People, the people that can wear like anything and make it look good, I envy those people sometimes. Cause I'm like, damn, like you're doing it, right? But yeah, the thing yeah. is, I think a lot of that comes down to the people just don't care. They're just like, I'm gonna rock it the way I want to rock it. And if yeah, you like yeah. it, you like it. You know, if you don't, that's like, I don't care. Ah, yo, transitioning. Next topic right here. So then, does a guy like Adam Sandler have drip? Who just looks homeless every day and just wears like Walmart shirts and random. No, pants? Yeah, I think he does. Do you think You're, he's valid? He I has think drip? I, I think he does. You want to know why? Because he doesn't care. What do you mean? Because like, yo, Adam Sandler will show up to a red carpet wearing sw- like shorts. Like, you'll and actually a look like he just like hopped out of a fucking basement, like locked in there with yeah, an yeah. Xbox 360 and eating shit. chips and shit. Yeah, and like <laughs> caught the boys, fucking right? Dorito dust on his belly button. And yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he, yeah. Can, he can pull it off though, because he's just been doing it for so long. Yeah, right? yeah it's just yeah. it's just who he is. You right? want to get to that point, dude? I watched this one movie of Adam Sandler where he was like a Jewish jewelry shop owner. Yeah. He's wearing like Cardi's and shit. I like, I've seen that movie. You saw that movie, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, it was like tripping me out like when he's all well-dressed. Like I can't yeah, see him like that. Yeah, you can't see him like that, right? It's like out of place. But at the same time, yeah. it's like if you saw me wearing like a suit and tie everywhere, you'd be like, what the Deep, what are you doing? Some people do that, bro. But I know they do. That's what I'm saying. I can't. I don't really work. Wake up every day. Wake coat pant. Yeah, coat pant. Coat pant. Hey, <laughs> With I a suit. <laughs> suited I can't, and booted. I can't do it. I can't. Suited and booted. There you <laughs> that's go. The vibe. But some people rock it. They pull it off. That's like their everyday attire, right? Well, like, that's kind of sick, bro. Like I wore a suit and a tie, like to go to a wedding the other day. Yeah. And then I was like, yo, like I feel like the man, bro. But you do, but yeah. If you wear it every day, maybe that shit goes away. I think there's a part of it. Like I talked to one of my friends that does wear one every day, and he's just like, you get used to it. Also, it just wears like a coat pant every day every day this guy's he, like up there yeah he does he's in like uh he, he does insurance like he's in the insurance like business and stuff yeah. so he like uh has to that's wear pretty this. sick bro yeah he has to wear it every day i'm not taking a shot or anything here right yeah but like i know for a fact bro like i know for a fact like sometimes i'll be in like a starbucks and there'll be like a real estate agent wearing like a court pant and you know this guy's got like zero sales <laughs> <laughs> like bro there's been a few times in my life 
<laughs> I like no, like I love real estate agents. Like it's all love to you guys. I'm not even hateful, but I mean, like, there's some people who really overdress, and you're like, yo, this guy's like, got like zero. Much to love, bro. It's <laughs> compensating for like zero sales, bro. Real estate's hard though, man. Especially in the market we're in right now. But I mean, shout out to the people that are doing it right? full time, especially. It's, well, bro, it's hard. People like grow up and they think that things are always stagnant. Like you're just buying and selling houses. Yeah. But everything in the world is in a cycle. Yeah. Think about it. There's like cycles of time that are good in history, cycles of time that are bad. Yeah, like it's exactly. Like we're, it is we're, what it is. We're just on the low point right now, but give it a couple of years, people can be selling and buying or whatever. It might Even be like if you so. look at it the right way, this is the high point, bro. Yeah, yeah. This is where you could go try something else, stack up some paper and then put it in something for cheap. That Somebody's getting foreclosed. It could be an opportunity for you. Fuck that it. is true. But the thing is a lot of rich people right now, I saw this, they're liquidating a lot of their assets. So like, whether it be like their car, cars their watches their jewelry whatever it is they're liquidating a lot of it and i think it's like a sign of something is coming and i yeah, like i don't, I don't know. know what I, and this again not, like, yo, okay, not financial like, look, advice or anything but if you look at the 2008 playbook it looks like something's coming right yeah it does but yeah. if anything it's like past history doesn't fucking tell you shit about today exactly. there's a million things today that are but, different than 2008 a million is, laws a million shit that's restructured the like, past does help you obviously learn about like avoid things in the future right like it does help to an extent Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm not going to say sit here and tell you that, you know, there's going to be a huge crash or this can be this or that. Because obviously you don't know, right? But you can be prepared for it better now that you've seen it happen yeah. before. So, you know. Yo, you know what was the strongest Canadian bank in the 2008 recession? What? It was the day he's holding down here. It was TD Bank. Let's go. <laughs> it was like, the, it was like. A lot of banks were almost getting foreclosed back then, but like yeah. TD Bank was on top because the DCs held it down, bro. We had that. Bro, <laughs> we, that kept shit taking, yo, back then. we kept taking out mortgages to fucking buy farms, man. Yeah, you're <laughs> keeping cash in there or whatever, Holy but shit. like it was like, like one of the gold, most. Yo, gold in TD Bank? Bro, the DCs and the lockers and stuff? Oh, oh yeah, my God. dude. They be keeping bro, kilos. If you're going to hit a heist, hypothetically, bro, hit it at like a Punjabi ish. Okay, so let's just say Punjabi bank branch. Yeah. So we don't target no one. Yeah, if I gold on gold, <laughs> bro, like the, those bank lockers are filled with yeah, like yeah, yeah. gold, bro. All that like '90s marriage shit, dude. The dude. '90s marriages oh, went way harder, way harder, gold. way harder. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, no. I remember like my mom would show me photos of like uh, even like her sisters getting married, or like, or, like just my dad would show me like it's like his sisters getting married, like with like, the photos and stuff. And yeah. bro, like the gold yeah, that they would yeah, be yeah, given, yeah. bro, back then was like. Be fucked, bro. They'd have it like coming out of their noses, coming out of their ears. Yeah, like, yeah. They'd be just dripped. Yeah, like, they'd like, they be some King and queen shit. Yeah, I guess that's how it was back then, though. Yeah, but that like, gold now is worth like fucking so yeah, much, bro. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Is gold is insane. Yeah, bro. that's the one asset I think a lot of DCs will stand by. Is that in, in property? Gold? Gold and property. I guess so. Stocks I feel like gold's like my grandparents. My parents don't really care about gold. My parents are still on that gold shit. Really? Yeah. Gold is like, if you look at the, uh, the prices, it's, it's been like, going up. It's very circular. Yeah. It's like, it, it's very circular. Like, it's not, like, in the past 20 years, it's gone up and then it's gone down and it's, like, at a lower point now than, like, 2005. Like, yeah. it's not that, it's, like, the type of thing where if you actually think people are going to fucking, like, get nuked or something, like, The thing safe. is, the thing with gold, right, is, like, from, like, when, like, your parents, for example, had a lot of gold in, like, the 90s and shit compared mm -hmm. to now, they're still up. Mm. right like it's not like fucking our parents are going right now and buying bricks gold bricks like but on the daily or something it's not like that yeah but uh i'd say it's still like a good asset to hold a good asset to hold on to physical asset right that's something that like again it's not gonna you can always sell it yeah that's right? true that's right? true, so that's true. there's that but yeah shout out gold shout, shout out, gold. out gold shout out gold shout okay out. yo moving on to our next topic yeah bro you know what i saw the other day hmm. i saw a video 
mm. that I used to watch a lot when I was a kid. Mm. And it was the America's Got Talent Gatka team. Oh bro. my god, you ever watched yes. those? The guys would be like laying on nails, doing bro. like smashing glass on each other, bro. I was a kid, I had a haircut, bro, mm. when I was in like grade three mm. and then, uh, until like grade six or whatever. And I would see those guys like laying on nails and like eating glass shards and like breathing out fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, that's kind of sick. Yeah, yeah. And then I grew up and I was like, that's not Gatka. That's but it's Gatka. still okay. I don't know, bro. Like, let's, let's, let's establish that. that. What they were doing was not Gatka <laughs> to, to an extent. Like, you're like eating the glass. That has nothing like, to do with security. Literally like, stepping on the nose. Bro, I was watching this one video. I went down a YouTube tangent of America's Got Talent where this, like, sang. Yeah. He, like, blindfolded himself and he got a big hammer. And then the other thing laid down on the ground and they put watermelons around his body. And this guy blindly hit all the watermelons without hitting the, the sang. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's, that's like next level, like fucking sensory skill, bro, yeah. right there. Yeah. But yeah, no, dude, it's sick. I I watched that when I was a kid, and uh, I think my fondest memory was when they like laid on nails, like on top of each other, like they were like just stacking on top of each other, like this. Yeah, and I was like, and I was like, holy shit! And everyone would be like, yeah, I was like, oh, I think the judges were like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? <laughs> like, like, they would pan to like the white moms in the audience. Yeah, they're just like, <laughs> and they would like actually be crying. They were like, they're like, <laughs> like the white moms, yeah, you know, from like Alabama. Yeah, like that shit, right? They'd be like, oh my god, like what's going on, right? Like what are these what are these goddamn people in the turbans doing? They're fucking <laughs> laying on nails, man. Damn Muslims. <laughs> yeah, literally. What are they doing? Yeah, because back then it was worse. Okay, so back then I they didn't know the difference. Like still, people still to this day, like now it's a little bit more. Back then, people really didn't know like the difference between Sikhi and like like Muslim and like Hindu. Like oh, they did, but they didn't. Yeah. Right? Unless they like made an announcement like these other six, right? But yeah. Uh, yeah, now people definitely know more. Yeah, but you can still go to these wild places where you're the only fucking person of color. Like, like for example, Red Deer, Alberta, or right? like Denver, Colorado. Denver, Colorado, I was there and that shit was crazy. Yeah, Texas to an extent like, too, right? All of Northern BC. No, Northern BC had probably like Prince George and shit, but I mean like the other or yeah. like the Vancouver Island. There's like tiny cities on there, like yeah. Souk and shit. Yeah, those are all right, yeah. and then like Ontario. Yeah, but like, here's the thing. I think the reason is Apane, like, tend to just live in like the more dense locations in the country. That's the property value goes up, bitches. <laughs> like, that's we're not, we, we're not on the whole like, let's get a cottage up north and just go sit by a lake. Right? Yeah, that's, not that's us. true, bro. That's not us. I'm I not think, gonna lie. I, yeah. I think, I think the inner desi in our parents want them to be around areas that just have farmland. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's the thing. It's right? not like the mountains at all, bro. Like, no. honestly, like I'll still go on a hike here and there. Yeah, but I realize like I don't like like need to go on hikes like i don't feel like peaceful when i go to the fucking mountains bro like yeah. i feel peaceful just sitting in a fucking cafe in like the city yeah like you know what i mean like some I'm, people though they have to like yeah. i'm not that type of guy like uh or like our buddy that came on the pod kyle like he loves it man yeah, he's yeah like, kyle oh. dude this guy's doing big shit now yeah, yeah kyle's good man he's like obviously just uh we'll get kyle back on i actually miss him kyle but, yeah, yeah, yeah i miss kyle genuine bandha. genuine bandha. <laughs> you know, i want to ask you a question Right, I saw this on a I saw this on a podcast the other day. I forgot which one it was, but it's a it's a question about just you know getting the viewers to let you know get you know a little bit better. But uh, what would you say is one of the toughest life lessons you've had to learn? The toughest life lesson you've ever had to learn? Yeah. Oh my god! I have one. I'll go first if you want. Yeah, you go first. Okay, so I think the toughest life lesson I've had to learn is to learn to let go. I think learning to let go, because the problem is right. I feel like I went through life a lot of the time feeling like. I should always try to make it work or do this or do that. And I'm not saying like let go in terms of giving up on like an idea or like a business. I'm not like that in terms of like relationships with people, right? I feel like sometimes, yo, you just got to understand that it's just not going to work and you shouldn't beat yourself up over it. 
because mm. it's just not meant for it. If like if monarchy wanted them in your life, they'd be in your life, right? I always and I have that like mentality now of like if they were supposed to be there, they're gonna be there. I'm not gonna go out and self sabotage or anything, but yeah. if something happens, I it's like I kind of let it go. And I think a lot of it comes down to like not me not wanting to walk around eggshells around people, because bro, like at the end of the day, I'm not gonna make myself unhappy. I've worked too hard and done too much in my life at this point to just settle for something. Mm. I can't do it. Like I'm like I've I've walked away from friendships and like people that i've known for 10 plus years right but it's not even because oh like look at me i'm so like this it's more so because i respect myself and i respect that person too and i don't want to i don't want to like have something where it's just causing like problems or like causing like issues down the line for either one of us so like you have to learn to let go i think that's my biggest yeah, yeah that's a good one i think it's the biggest thing I've yeah learned. i think like us and like a lot of people for me my biggest life lessons like us like a lot of people who listen to us like mm-hmm. most of them probably like they want to be like great and like exceptional and like all that shit yeah and like i realized when i was like younger too like i always had this mindset where i was like yo like i'm gonna do some big shit but then i think i would tell a lot of people yeah like my decently close friends and like they would like hype me up for whatever but not everyone actually like has your best interests at heart or no, I think just like a lot of people, they just like, they're, they're kind of like, yes, man. Or they, they kind of just like hype you up to do whatever. Mm-hmm. And I realized like I looked back and I was like, they never really gave me too much advice. I just kind of told them how I felt and they hyped me up. Mm-hmm. And then I realized like <clears throat> most people, like they actually don't really care too much about being like great. Like, like when you go to work or when you're like in a union or something like that, like you make good money and you're, you're good. But like, there's a lot of people like I see clips and this guy's like, He's like a young guy. He's like 20 years old. And he's like, I don't care about like, changing the world or doing anything. He's like, I'm happy how I am. I just want to live my life and then get old and not give a fuck about anything. And so like when I was young, I thought everybody wanted to be great. But it's not like that. Yeah, it's, it's like um, if you have a circle where everybody's pushing you to be better, you should be thankful. Yeah, that's it. I, the, I think the one thing that I saw that's really true as I've been getting older, I've, I've realized how true it is. It's you are who you surround yourself with in terms of like if you have five, if the five closest people you have in your life, if they're all pushing to be great, pushing to be millionaires, pushing to do like whatever it might be, yeah. you're going to be the sixth person that's going to do that. Yeah, bro. Like the last thing I'm going to say before we move on is you were talking about like being a millionaire and all that. Yeah. And look, yo, I'm going to say it straight the fuck up what it is. People like look at your goals and they say like, yo, you want to be a millionaire? Is money all that matters to you? But yo, that's not how it is, bro. In life, money is just like a power. It's more or less like an energy. Anything you want to do in life. If I'm out here and I want to save dying kids in Africa, I can't do that without money. I might not necessarily like want to fucking drive a Bugatti every day and flex on everyone. But just because someone says they're a millionaire doesn't necessarily mean yeah. that they're just in it for the money. I realized at one point in my life that like, yo, if you want to make do good stuff in the world and you don't have money, no one fucking listens to you, bro. It money, is what it is. Money is a tool to obtain power to do certain things that you actually want to yeah, do. Yeah, like that's good what shit. It, like, that's bro, what it is, yeah. Bro, Maharaja Ranjit Singh, this guy had like Cartier jewelry, bro. Like there was a piece <laughs> that fucking, okay, this is a really good thing. Yeah. There was a piece that someone in the Sikh Empire wore mm-hmm. and the British stole it and it was Cartier and Emma Chamberlain popped out at some photo shoot like last year wearing it and everybody was chapped. Oh, what the hell? Yeah, yeah, it's real. So, like, okay, so the Maharaja of Patiala, yeah. this guy had a diamond choker and it was beautiful. Yeah. And then, like, all this stuff happened. Like, back then, you know, these things were still nice too. It was like showing <clears> something. <throat> and then Emma Chamberlain popped out wearing it as some photo shoot to the Met Gala in 2022. Yeah. And everybody's like, yo, what the hell, man? <laughs> but the thing is, like, a lot of our stuff has been stolen in Sikhi, bro. Like, yeah. You, you gotta realize, like, from, from, especially, like, it's not even just, like, 
jewelry it's also like a lot of our values in terms of even religious artifacts have been taken right mm, yeah they're so, all in like england like they're like the what is all it, the sick empire shit is in like england yeah it's all in museums and stuff right yeah, yeah. but I, I still don't know why to this day they haven't given it back but Jello, that's a yeah. story there's hoarders and shit bro that's top these of guys are like those guys that don't clean out their garage and there's all the stupid like just give it back like, yeah like what do you need it for dude i was in the vatican in italy yeah and they had like ancient Egypt mummies and like stones and all that in a museum and I was like bro why didn't you just give this to Egypt and I feel like nowadays like there's not as many like there's a lot of people that wear bugs that aren't six and like you would end up with one of those and then the diamonds would be sold and that's that yeah you know yeah 100%. people I don't care yeah so maybe it, being in a museum where you can go visit not necessarily not in Emma Chamberlain's closet <laughs> yeah see that's a that's a hell <laughs> yeah I actually liked Emma Chamberlain too that's a sad part oh, I was like man yeah, okay so Manravil going to another topic I think this is pretty interesting too but like your phone obviously I think both of us understand that we use our phone a lot yeah right? like my screen time is ridiculous right yeah and in, in a week because I'm always on my phone because I work off my phone whatever same with you right to an extent how long could you survive without your phone? Listen, what would you do if they took away your phone? Bro, I'd, I'd be fucked. My, my, dude, okay, my work is on my phone. Yeah. So I'd be canned, like, yeah. legit within, like, the first six to eight hours. Would you just go buy a new phone? Oh, 100%. Really? Oh, yeah. I'd, just use, my, I'd use my second or third phone. I'd just pick that up and call it a day. <laughs> Those ones are for the hoes, though. Nah, man. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, crazy. Yeah, dude, I feel like nowadays, yeah. like, for a lot of people, like, if they lose, like, yo, I saw this the other day, bro. One of my friends, we were, like, at a restaurant, and he's like, yo, where's my phone? Where's my phone? Yeah. Right? You know, like, you just fuck with each other. And you yeah, like, yeah, like, I don't have it. I don't have yo, it. Yeah, this yeah. guy, like, actually had a panic attack. Bro. Oh, for real? Yeah, like, he has, like, a toxic girlfriend. <laughs> Oh man! And then bro, he was like, "Yo, like if I don't tell her where I'm at, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And See, the, that's that's people bad, lose man. it now without their phones, bro. Like it's crazy to watch like videos from the 80s and 90s where like people just like live their lives and shit. Yeah, it's like St. Groovin came on and said, "I'll just go into like a restaurant, read a newspaper," but people find that weird. Hey. Dude, does he do that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. But that's the thing. Like, I, I want like okay. This past weekend, I was uh, up for a trip, right? And bro, my phone fell in between uh, this car seat, right? And this was the most mangled car seat because it, it like impacted my phone. I thought my phone screen broke, so I was oh, just yeah, because like pressure. And yeah, shit. yeah, I was like, fuck, great, like shit, this thing broke. Yeah. But the person I was with, they're just laughing at me too. They're like, bro, they're like, I don't know what to say. This is pretty nerve wracking. I was like, bro, I was like, fuck my phone. I need it because right? yeah. like I have everything on it, like my tickets, like everything, right? To obviously come back and shit too. I was like, shit, man, that's kind of, it's kind of can. You, I took yeah. it out. I took it out. It took me legit, legit, like 15 minutes to get it out of the car seat because it was so fucked. And uh, thank God, this is why I say always buy a screen protector. That shit low-key saved my phone. Actually? Yeah, yeah, it fully saved my phone. If I didn't have a screen protector, my phone would have been fucked. No way, bro. Yeah, yeah, I fully, like, I It's just pressure. If there was enough pressure, I'd go through the screen protector. No, no, no. It, if there was enough pressure, but it only cracked the screen protector, and I was like, holy right, shit, bro, here, Here's what I'm going to tell you, yo. These fuckers, right? Mm. When tempered glass screen protectors came out, I was in grade nine, and I knew this shit was a scam. Mm. Because people would break their tempered glass screen protector, and they'd be like, you see that? That could have been my phone. That's not how it fucking works, bro. The resistance it takes to break your tempered glass shitty China screen protector mm. is not even like 5 to 10% of the freaking pressure it takes to break actual but the thing is, glass. It's still adding that. It's so different, bro. It's still adding. It's so you see a freaking broken tempered glass and you think, oh, it saved my life. No, it didn't. Your phone would be completely fine. You'd be laughing, bro. You'd be calling up Pizza Hut and shit. Like, You'd be laughing, bro. Like, fuck off with this tempered glass shit, bro. Man, People like, like scratch it and shit. They'll be like, oh, it could be my phone. No, it's not. It's like such shit stuff. Okay, man, just because you have Apple Care, you don't give a fuck about your phone health. It doesn't bro, mean like. Bro, don't even get Apple Care. You probably won't break your phone. 
this is says the guy that runs around with his phone with no case, no screen protection. Yeah, this guy exactly. legit I've never like, like dropped it like that. I've never like dropped it down a stairwell or anything. This guy like. lives life on the edge, man. No, man. Yes, Think about do. it. Yo, when was the last time like you just like forgot to wear your shoes or some shit? Or you just like dropped your wallet down like a flight of stairs? Like, yo, this shit doesn't happen, bro. You're saying all this, but like when it happens and your phone just gets all tucked up. It doesn't, bro. You like move smart. I remember when I had my iPod touch fourth generation. Yeah. One time I like opened the car door and that shit like slipped out of my lap Mm. and it like fell. Mm -hmm. And after that, I never put my phone in my lap. (laughs) That's it. You live and you learn. I've never dropped my phone. Fair enough. (laughs) Your confession. During high school, there was a Punjabi kid who was smoking weed every day. I got fed up with it because him and his good, he would put perfume on to cover up the smell. So I told on him and he got expelled. Do you think it's bad that I snitched him out like that? I seriously feel bad. Guys, it's like <laughs> my walking thing, in at the Gordy smoking weed and shit. Man, my thing he is... He got really, expelled? Yeah, no, that's, that's kind of fucked up. I, yeah. I would say, bro, like, unless it was directly affecting you to the point where it's like you couldn't, like, do anything about it. Like, you're like hella just unfocused because of smell and shit. Even then, bro, I wouldn't snitch. Because it's like, it's not my place. Because, like, who is he really hurting besides himself? Legit, yo. Listen to Cha-Cha, yo. Okay, holy. No, I, think, I think you're an L for the snitching, bro. I wouldn't snitch, personally. Dude, like, I remember there was this girl who used to sit beside me every day in grade 10 at our high school. Yeah. Grade 9, even. And I used to, like, she used to wear this perfume that smelled like diarrhea. Like, some of these perfumes actually just smell like fucking, like, a hot, fresh, slimy shit. And, like, I remember, like, I used to hate going to school. Like, I used yeah. to never look forward to it. So, I, I get it. Oh, I remember this. You told me that. You told me this. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, told yeah, you, yeah, you did this. Holy was, fuck. Shit was, like, you actually come into the change, me you, you come into the change because you had PE together and you were, like, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm down bad right now. Yeah. Because, like, yo, I think this, like, girl used to crank the perfume because she thought it, like, smelled, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? And probably, like, yo, I'm going to sit beside Munrav and shit. <laughs> oh, you know. <laughs> Can it, man. That's <laughs> just not like ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo. Next one's go. Right. This one, we're going to calm the fuck down a little bit. (laughs) So, viewer submitted confession. I'm 16 years old and I recently cut my hair. I come from a very religious family, but I feel so lost on what to do. And my brother trims his beard, but he still wears a dastad. My family slowly accepted me now, but I'm learning more about the religion. Shout out my 18-year-old cousin. I've also been in a white school environment for four years. It's rough. I'm mostly worrying about not being able to pull any girls if I keep my hair. Aye, bro. What's the medicine for this guy? Don't do it. Don't like drop out of sick just because you're worried about girls, bro. That's like, like that's like the worst reason, bro. I'm telling you straight up, like yeah, that's, because like, horrible, horrible, bro, horrible, like, horrible. You're gonna regret it for like afterwards too. I yo, it doesn't mean anything. I'll tell you what it is, bro. Yeah. If you you're a grown man now, you're 16. All right, you're a grown man. Okay. Right, you're cutting your hair to fit in. You're gonna be 23, 24, and you're gonna remember like yo. I did that big ass thing with my family and everything so I could fit in. You're going to keep wanting to do more stuff just to fit in. You're going to be a little bland. It doesn't stop. You're going to care too much about what people think. And you know what? That definitely doesn't pull girls. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely doesn't. So if you're not keeping your hair to not pull girls or whatever, like, that's all I'm going to say. I've seen Sings cut their hair and still get no no girls, right? Bro. I've seen it. Yo, it's like, it's just an infinite path of like caring too much because the problem is if you're too if you care too much about what other people think right people can people can see it yeah they can see it so my thing is with it if your reason for like not wanting to be i understand it's it's rough sikhi is a rough path it's not meant for the mangy yeah it's not meant for the faint of heart it really isn't right like it's a hard path to walk by sometimes you feel lonely and but you have to surround yourself with good sangat. Yeah. You have to find people that you know are able to support you through the journey, and also you have to be able to support yourself, bro. Like the main thing is like don't lose faith over like such like 
worldly things, man. Like it really doesn't yeah. matter. Because at the end of the day, like being a Sikh is so much more than just like what you attract in this world. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Right? Overcoming this will give you so much character. Too. Yeah, it will. Your whole the, life, you, like, you could be a CEO one day. You, you, you so won't stand character. for bullshit. That's one thing with like it's a new, it's a no BS approach. Yeah, that's what it is. I love it because of that. It's straight to the point. And about the whole girl thing too, bro. Trust me. Like I've seen things that are like that, you know they end up in like one of the, some of the best relationships. Yeah. If I'm being honest with you, that's it. That's it. That's it. All right, bro. Yeah. Next viewer confession. I was with my family at the PNE and I watched this kid get in a fight on the wooden roller coaster. I literally watched these two guys throw <laughs> punches while we were going up and down the roller coaster. By the end of the ride, they had to be separated because they kept punching each other and I low-key got hit in the process. What, sh- what should have I done? Should I have stopped it while we were on the roller coaster or should I have just let him go at it? You should have just not went to the PNE, bro. Should have went to somewhere else. Should have went to Guilford. No, joke. Should've went to, yeah. Should have went to Punjabi school rides. <laughs> So that's, wild, that's wild though because think about it like you're scrapping on a roller coaster so like while this thing's doing the loop-de-loop the fucking up and down you're just like yeah yeah, yeah. i don't like, know that's like so dangerous that's so like, dangerous bro, especially stop. the wooden roller coaster you can you can easily like i don't know about that yeah you can easily maybe just, no you can there's there's like barely like, any safety. The guys glasses down <laughs> there's barely any safety on that shit yeah, I don't, right? I don't know. Like I, your your fog flew your fog though. flew off on the wooden roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Who's no, to no, say that was the red one? The red one. Oh, okay, but yeah. it still fell off. So imagine, so your fog like if if that can happen, imagine if you punch a guy and that guy just fully goes limp and just like fucking falls off the roller coaster, then you're fucked. Well, you have that thing around your neck though. You don't not on the roller coaster. You don't. You don't? It's literally just a bar, bro. Oh fuck! Yeah, Dude, I thought you had the thing around no, your neck. No, 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 no. It's just the bar, bro. That's so crazy. so if you get decked, right, this yeah. guy could probably just be like, <laughs> just like off the shit, yo. Not yeah. even lie. I fully believe that though. That would happen. No, the hundred percent. It's Surrey, man. A Surrey, Vancouver kids, man. It's basically Burnaby. It's Burnaby. Yeah, whatever. It's like it's this area. I could see it. Could be like yeah, a it's deck. Like kids and shit. Right? Yeah, it's kids, right? It could be a Deckham Jazz quarantine. As for as for this kid getting punched, me personally, bro, I would have like been. Well, like, you would have hopped in with the third guy on the fight on the freaking roller coaster. Nah, bro, bro. I don't know what you're talking about there. Nah, nah. I wouldn't have gotten involved on the roller coaster. I would have hopped off the roller coaster and been like, "Yo, what the hell are you guys doing?" Mm. And I'd be like, "Yo, like chill out. Like that's dangerous as fuck, right?" <laughs> like I did ask Fucking Karen bro Calm down Nah Mind bro Fucking Karen bro, yo, Goddamn Karen Not even a Let ki- the kids fight bro Look at shit kicked And they'll learn <laughs> Yeah if one kid Falls off the roller coaster And dies Then yeah they learned right? Sick lesson Why do you guy die Bro Karen <laughs> Yo you're fucked man They're the messing around Karen, the, Messing around This guy's like you bro, like, You can't, you can't they, talk bro, to someone In a roller coaster yo, bro it's They like, literally ooh. said They literally The guy literally said They had to be separated Because they kept punching each other Who separated them man The, the fucking, fucking Probably the fucking security man He's not the, gonna go up to the ride bro How's he gonna get there No he's like gonna teleport Look listen by the end of the ride, they had to be separated. So by the time they probably got out, they're probably still scrapping. This guy probably had to come in and be like, yo, chill out, chill out. Right? Yeah, like, dude. That's fucking wild, bro. Honestly, just go to the playground by your house. Go play grounders, man. Yeah, go play grounders instead. Yeah. Just chilling. You're not that's, missing out. That's a real ride right there. Yeah. The yeah. elevator, fucking, bro, the one ride at the PE that I'm going to say you're not a bunda until you rode it mm. is the one that's like two people on one side, two people on the other oh, side. Oh, the sling. Like a big fan. The sling, the sling. The sling, yeah. yeah. The one that goes like this. I rode that shit when I was 12 years old. And that shit made me a man, bro. Yeah. Actually. It's all like paid the extra money for it. Yeah, it's extra. It's like 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Fucking rocked it. It's solid, but he cranked it. Yeah. Alright, yo. Appreciate this you guys tuning in for this week's episode. Uh let us know if you guys have any uh you know concerns or anything about Stay what we Stay hard, who's gonna carry the boats? Yeah, you know? Let us know about any uh <laughs> fucking concerns, bro. Oh, yeah, what the fuck? Think someone's gonna be like, Active, I'm worried you look really skinny. Can it? Thank you for tuning into the podcast. See you next week. Leave your confessions, link in description. Also send us DMs on Instagram, we'll read them out. Fuck the concerns, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, stay concerned, y'all. Peace, yo. Yeah.